What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the third episode of the Let's Talk Forest podcast. We're joined by Dylan again this week. Say hello, Dylan. I hope everyone else everyone doing. And our guest for this week is Owen, one of Dylan's mates. You're right, guys. I'm Owen. Um, been a Forest fan pretty much all my life. Been a season ticket holder for the past few years now. Um, uh, Dylan invited me on, so I thought I'd just jump on the podcast and say my fair bit, I guess, really. We're going on a bit of a run. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a I mean, I'm just gonna be like Arsenal fan TV right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got some bits to say. I say that's what I'm saying. So I'm guessing the main point we start on is the game on Saturday. <laughs> straight to it. it was yeah. Straight for the jugular. Wow. Where do we start? <laughs> I know you've got a bit of a rant in you, Dylan. So go ahead. All right, thank you. I've been preparing this all weekend. Um, <laughs> So, I think we can all agree the first 10 minutes were pretty good. Yeah, I can't agree more. Right, we played some good football. Quick. And then, Cash scores, a good goal to be fair, good work up, like good build-up play. And then, after that, nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I mean, die for that Cash goal, don't we? As yeah. a, and not even just as like, in, in areas of the field, everyone switches off. Yeah. But, you know, and it's so it's deflating, and it's deflating for the fans, and then it it then the players get even more deflated from that. And then West Brom going back too. And do you think it's a case of we scored too early? Yeah, one hundred percent. We didn't we didn't let our players settle into the game and actually let it be a football game because we had most of the ball in the first ten minutes. We didn't let it actually be a football game before we scored. I don't think we were expecting to go one look back early either. I think the players were a bit yeah. shocked. Like, oh, hang on a minute, we're winning. Do you know what I mean? I thought they were going to go. But anyway, I've got quite a few bullets points, so I'll make it fast. Um, so it I doesn't wanna... matter how long you are, Dylan, just go for it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to start off with the goalkeeper, Murek. Um I'm not going to be one of these people that I've seen on Twitter that I already asked him to go back to Man City. I'm not going to do all that rubbish because he's, he's only like, what is he, 20, 21? Yeah, he's a young lad, isn't he? And yeah, I'm not going to lie, both of the goals was his fault. If we're being honest, he fucked up. Yeah. I mean, but, I did miss the first one, but after seeing yeah. it back, you you got to save that. Even if he's parrying that out, I don't mind that. So I, you know? I feel the one with the, the second one, it is his fault, but it can happen to any keeper in the world. Yeah, I, I said this to when we watched the game, I said this to Owen, I said, like, if you're, for, as a keeper then, you're, you're expecting a cross, aren't you? So yeah. he's like, yeah. took a step to the side, expecting a cross is going to come in. And like you said, it's literally just, just dipped at the last minute. So... From our angle, we thought it was over. We thought it like went over. But from where I, I sit, I could see it literally go straight <laughs> over the top of him. Oh, yeah, man. he's just not getting to it. And and you can sit there and say, oh, he should have been in position. He should have been this. He should have been that. But when you're a goalkeeper and the ball is that far up the bar, like the sideline, yeah. you 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 that your first initial thought is right. That's a cross. I'm coming out to get it. And yeah. we've seen mm-hmm. in preseason that he's one of them goalkeepers that isn't shy to come and collect the ball. Yeah. Like he, yeah, and, and that's not a bad thing because when he's done it in pre-season, he's been fantastic doing it. It's and then when he gets the ball, ball, he can start counter-attacks with it. Exactly. So I think he'll just... learn from it. He'll learn from it. I don't think, I think everyone needs to calm down a little bit. <laughs> good keeper. We've seen him a good keeper. We, but we then... know he could play. And Man City exactly. wouldn't have him on a five-year contract exactly. starting this season if he wasn't a good enough keeper. Exactly. So and it was just go... a bit lucky. Yeah, man. So then we go to our right back. I'm doing like player-by-player. Cash. Great goal, but 
But he, I'm, it's not even his fault. So I can't even have a go at him for this. But he's just not a right back, and he got te- everything came down that our right hand side. I totally agree. Time. Yeah, and I'm not going to blame him because it, like we all said, like we know he's a winger. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. it, it was like, oh, it's just such a hard. I know just, we're pegging around, are we? He just doesn't fit. Exactly. The thing, the thing that gets me is Cash actually had a, a cracking game if he was playing as a winger. Yeah, and, a and winger, to say, yeah. it, and in in some sense, as a right back playing as a in that game, he held the fort the best he could. But the the borderline, it comes down to the fact that he's not naturally a right back. Yeah. And there's 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 other wingers in this league in other teams, and West Brom have got a cracking front lineup in terms of attacking. And their their the way they attacked was in. Was, Phenomenal, oh. especially down against Cash. He had no chance. Cash coming up against some wingers in this league, they're all sending for Mars bars, trust me. That's oh, he's, just, he's not yeah. a natural defender. He doesn't know what they're going to do. No. That's why I'm, I'm tempted on Saturday. I know it's a bit risky, but do you start with a youngster? Give Richardson. Play? Yeah, because he's a right back. He's a right back. I Let actually played him. football with him. Oh, is he, is he good? Can he, yeah, can he, he play right back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Story, you're in the team. So, you had him in your pocket, didn't you? Obviously, me knowing I've spoken to him about this, but I haven't asked you. What do you think of Warrell and Dawson starting it as our centre backs last game? No. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it doesn't work, does it? And this is the thing because I really like Warrell as a as a centre like, back, but I just think he needs someone else. I like both of them with separate pairings. Yeah. yeah. I think <laughs> Dawson's best pairing is Tobias. I yeah. think. Yeah. Toby holds that. He's not exactly quick, but he's the quickest out of the lot of the centre halves at the club. So yeah. if Dawson's ever in trouble, is there? And they, they did build up like a good partnership, partnership last year before Dawson got injured. They did, yeah. And Warrell, obviously, we've not seen him for the past year or so, so we don't know his best centre back. No, pair. yeah. For all we know, Warrell might not pair with anyone because yeah. we haven't actually seen him play with any of the rest of our centre backs. We know Dawson's is Tobias. Yeah. We've not really seen Toby play with. Um, Milosevic or Ben Alawan and I don't get that because I feel like that would be the best I think that would be, be attractive you have to have for me you have to have them two at least, at least one of them at least one of them needs to start and then you can mix the rest of the guys in depending on who you're playing injuries you know resting that kind of thing but at least one of them two guys needs to be in that starting 11 for I me. know it sounds stupid because it's only just one change in the team but I personally think if Milosevic was in there on Saturday we're getting something out of the game because yeah. of the way Warrell defended against that as a Hori. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. every, every time he was getting the ball to the feet, Warrell wanted to move him out of the way, run around him and nick it. Well, you're not going to do that with a guy who's six foot three. Yeah. Built massive. You, you can't do that. You've got to stand there and battle with him. I also feel like as well, like with those two, I felt, especially in the second half, it was a lot of, those two did a lot of cyber passes to each other. Yeah. I'm not blaming that because I'm not, they didn't have many options, but I feel like that also slowed the game down. And like having Watson as well in the midfield, I felt like it was like back to old Watson. Yeah. Like he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad at all. No, I just feel like there was one time where we had the ball and we had momentum, and he passed it back to our centre back. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, what are we the... doing? We've got like eight minutes. I feel, left I feel on Saturday, most of them looked scared. Yeah. To to play that. Pass yeah. Away, it like, was almost it, like it, we were stuck in O'Neill mode. Yeah. 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 Totally agree. Because it was like. If I play the pass, it's got a chance of being intercepted. Then we're fucked. But you've got to take that. You've got to take that chance when you're one 0 down. Uh, two one down. Sorry. Do you think that was also? I mean, one thing I would criticise Forest fans is something goes wrong. You see the whole crag get on the back. Do you oh, think 100%. that plays ahead a little bit? Like, oh, if I do a bad pass 100%. and they counter attack us, I'm just gonna get like moaned at all game. And I don't blame yeah. them really. 
I'm not saying at the end of the day they're still getting paid a lot of money, so they shouldn't really be bothered about it. But um, like, then I'll, going you know back I mean? to that side was passing, there was a I can't remember how far into the game it was, but it was second off. Warrell had it. He had Robinson wide left, just open. So I thought, there's your first option. Just pass it to him, start something. Yeah. He had, he had Dawson next to him, no striker around because he was dropping that deep West Brom was. And then Cash on his own on the right wing. And it's not like he had to play the ball in the air or anything. It would have just been a simple inside the foot pass straight to Cash and he would have been off on the right wing. But instead, he passed it to Dawson to pass to Cash. He didn't take that chance of just yeah, Cash, little which would have sped it up a lot more. And I think it doesn't help either. When, like we said at the start, like when we score so early on, it can completely flip the game. I feel like, do you know, if we score sort of 25 to 30 minutes later, yeah. uh, when we've actually settled down a bit more, I feel like we would actually see them passes. Yeah. But because we scored so early on, I feel like the players have gone, right, okay, well, let's just kind of sit back a bit more or, you know, you know, start a bit seeing like headlines. And, yeah, yeah, panic mode. You don't, they don't settle into the game. And then before you know it, West Brom going back to one yeah. that's a bit lucky, you know, and and the other and before you know it, the game's almost done really. Mhm. I mean, if it didn't, oh, oh, we didn't really create a chance in the second half either. No. Nope. That, that was off point. There was just nothing. That's what was so frustrating, wasn't it? Like, I mean, the thing that I will say a lot is this: this Thiago Silva was getting a bit of like criticism from Saturday, right? And I think people expected to come in and do what. Uh, Carvalho does where Silva is more of a roaming playmaker so he gets yep. it from the midfield and carries it to attack where Carvalho comes in that space where we had no one in that space where Graham had to come and get it himself and then start looking for them passes that we were on about then passes that yeah. players can't see I think on Saturday it showed you how much we missed him like it was ridiculous massive he's massively missed because you know Thiago Silva's not like you said he's not used to, to, to playing like that so for him to first come he's not a number like 10 no, this is first competitive game in this fo- in this league in English football, and then you're then going to go and ask him to do a job that's not his. He's always going to struggle. And he's, he's, and not, he's not exactly facing easy competition in that midfield. No, exactly. And that's, not, him. and that's not saying that he can't eventually do that. I mean, I don't for one minute think he can't because I think he's an absolutely quality player, and he can he can eventually do that. But not your first game against West Brom. You might you That's might just see him on Saturday it. run all over Leeds because the way Leeds like to press and things like that, hit with his like quick thinking in mind, if he's got a player running straight towards him, his little flicks and things like that will Saturday, help. On yeah, that would be massive on Saturday. I mean, I, like. I generally also feel like as soon as Carvalho is back in the team, that will free him up. So you have Semedo, him and Carvalho, and yeah. let's say the free yeah. midfield. You need then that. They, they, then the, the defenders are going to worry about Carvalho because they know him, and that gives Silver a bit more space on the ball. Where every time he got the ball, he was like you said, he was getting surrounded. Yeah. Because of the way they were playing, but I don't think he had a bad game. I just feel like he couldn't get the ball enough, but that wasn't his fault. I feel yeah. like none of the players knew how to get anyone open. Do you know what I mean? And the amount of times as well, he did get the ball, and you see him taking sort of six, seven touches and play, and literally dribbling the ball backwards just yeah. because he's got nothing there. And like you can't blame a player for having to do that. If a player's having to dribble backwards and take sort of six, seven plus touches, there's this clearly something wrong in terms of movement and someone free. Yep. I mean, who else have we missed? Who else should we talk about? I thought Semedo deserves a bit of credit. I thought he was quite he was he was good. He? Yeah, he was player, good. Best player for us. I gave him an eight out of ten rating because I feel like... He, I feel like he was solid. the only one that tried getting things going. Yeah, especially about setting him off. He, he tried to create the own team tempo, if you know what I mean. 
hundred percent. He's the only player you'd notice running from field to from yeah. from part of the pitch to the other with with a bit of like something about him. And that's what um, ramped up in like the eightieth minute and he was yeah, still I saw that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why I think the um Lolly thing not annoyed me a bit, but like he normally was a player that would run, get the ball and just run at them. And I feel like he didn't do that once. I don't know whether that was uh, just... I don't I noticed that as well. He he did not look like the same Lolly we saw last year, did he? No, no, like he didn't pick up the ball and run. Like I don't think he actually ran at them once. And I was like, "Is he? Is he got a bit of an like injury or?" The one thing that on the one thing that I could tell he was off his game. Just obviously the whole game he was off his like not his usual self. But there was one point in particular when Gibbs went down injured and then came off the pitch. There was down to ten men. They had a young lad at right back, that Nathan Ferguson who got man of the match. Yeah. And then at left back they had to bring the left winger back. So they had. A, a 20 year old left winger playing left back up against Joe Lally who's one of the best wingers in the league so in your it. in your mind you're thinking just go for him yeah, just run at him yeah just absolutely just have him it's almost like the I don't know it could be a confidence thing but even still like you've got to you know it's a few things we can question it maybe the manager doesn't want him doing that sort of stuff anymore but then that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> no, the way yeah, you can, exactly. the way you can be our best player, so you got to play to his strengths. Exactly, yeah. So that I don't know. It's it, maybe it's something that he maybe, you know, it's easy for us to to go. Oh, he should have ran, but maybe he didn't see a run, or maybe, you yeah. know, it's, it's hard to call. I mean, only after one game. I mean, if the same scenario happens at Leeds and he's got an opportunity to go at a few players, and we know he can go past two players and have a crack. Yeah, he did it in pre-season against yeah, Palace Sociedad. So if he yeah. doesn't do it against Leeds, at least or at least attempt it, then I'm thinking, right, there's something, something's going on there. Yeah. What do you think? Of... Interest swayed his head. Oh, don't say that because it makes you wonder whether he's fell. No, oh, I don't want to. You kind of want to like make stories up, you know? If like he wants to go Villa, but Forrest's like, no, we're not saying to Villa, and he was like, like you said, it's in his head. He's like, well, I don't want to be here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't think he's. I don't think he's that kind of professional. To be fair. No, I couldn't see him being like that. And and from the sounds of how he's been over over the summer break and stuff, I think he is genuinely really excited about being at Forest and stuff. No, but I know Villas is a boyhood club, but I think he is too much of a professional to be like, oh, I just I need to go to Villa now. They want me. Yeah. Um. What do you What do you two think of Adoma on the other wing? I think he's okay. I, this is the thing he didn't have any he didn't do anything stand out but then at the same time it's just a kind of a middle ground for him really wasn't it yeah in the first half he had a few chances where he got in behind the fullback when he pushed forward yeah. and then didn't create enough putting balls into the box and things like that yeah. whereas if you add the maybe three years younger Adoma he's that's what, that's, getting that's away from that fullback us, and putting yeah. a nice ball in yeah, you do. It's funny because you can say like 21st century and all the sports science behind it. Like, oh, it doesn't matter about age, but the reality is, it's it does. Yeah. Because yeah, obviously, yeah. I mean, I said this when we did a when, when we did a yeah when we did a preview. Uh, me and Jack first episode, I think it was, when we had talked about Dome. I did say, I just hope he's not because last year he had a bad year. I hope he hasn't like lost his pace. Yeah, yeah. Because exactly. like you'd see it go past someone. Like get a ball past it, but then there'd be no end product. It's almost like he was pulling up. It's like it's like he was pulling up short. Like he was he was going past the player, and then ten yards down the line, he's like Jesus. Like he's absolutely blowing out his ass. 
So yeah, I don't think he's fully fit. Wonder yeah. If it, yeah it, and again, that's another thing. It's only the first game of the season. He, start, he started pre-season a lot later than the other, the whole squad as well. Because it's obviously not, he like, have he, a it's not like he was playing massively last year either. So no. the reality is he probably is very unfit. But that's something that will come as the season goes on, I think. Exactly. Yeah. And then my last man up top, Grabber, who I believe, and me and Jack were saying before he came on there, and we've been given a lot of hate for no reason on Twitter, and I don't get where it's coming he's from. He's still one of the best strikers in the league. I don't care what yeah. anyone says. He is, he yeah. is. I, I find him that um, he's getting hate and everything, and people are saying he's not doing enough. But when you've got a midfield that can't physically give him anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, can you, what do you expect him to do? The striker's job is to sit up front, wait for the ball, and strike it. This I mean, is, do I exactly. mean, you can't expect him to be drifting into midfield, which, by the way, he did. He did do in the second half. He had to get the ball. He had to get the ball. And <clears> the, <throat> the game plan to get the ball to Graben was the wrong game plan on Saturday. They tried going long against yeah. Bartley and that lad from Rotherham who they just signed. They're two big lads. He's not going to win that ball. And this is another thing as well. I'm, I'm not slating Graben for this, but playing in the air isn't really his thing. Nope. No. You give him a ball at his feet, and I'm confident that he'll be able to hold it up for that couple of seconds. But that shouldn't really—that's not his job anyway. He's not naturally done that. He's never done that anywhere he's played. He's been given the ball, and then he's in. Yeah. When he's given the ball, it's rolling to his feet, so he can take it and start looking at looking at goal, taking on that defender and having a shot. For him to be coming into drifting into midfield and holding the ball up, and not only holding the ball up, but then trying to pass—that's not his game. Because there's just no one sat up top then. No, exactly. exactly. Yeah, it just doesn't um, work. I mean, that Kenny. I mean, Kenny Burns. You're a legend. We love what he did for the club, but he needs to. We're not going to post you to get rid of him. I'm sorry. Clown. He's unbelievable. He's, he's actually like he's ruined his reputation with Forest fans. And do you know what? I've seen Forest fans retweeting the groove him and be like, "We need to get Dwight Gale and all this right." Grabbing isn't a striker like you said, Owen. He's he's not going to take people on. He's there to score goals. Yeah. And he's a good goal. Like you give him he the ball in the box, goals. and he will score you goals. We know he can score goals. <laughs> Any, is, any that, that is the thing with strikers, isn't it? There's, there's two different types of strikers. A striker yeah. that's a good footballer and a striker that's a good striker. Exactly. It's as simple as that. If you're a good footballer, then you can get the ball, do skills, run onto the wing, take people on. If you're yeah. a good striker, you sit in that six-yard box and tap goals in. It's difficult as well because you can turn around and say, oh, with our midfield, grabbing shouldn't have to be drifting back. But I can kind of understand why he is. Because obviously you're missing the likes of Carballia, and we're missing that, we're missing that little that little pass into Grabber. So he's got to come back and get the ball anyway. How many times? So how many unfair. times did Carvalho feed him through, and he was one on one with a keeper oh, last year? It was you know what I mean? Incredible to watch. And when, when, yeah, I was just saying when that was when that was happening, that was like the peak their partnership. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's what we're missing right now. Yeah. And I, I find it really unfair. Oh, go on, go on. <laughs> the, going back going back to Lolly, if he was on his game, it brings people out of the defence to come and get the ball, which leaves gaps for Graben. Exactly. So it's it's other people's performances that affect Graben's performance. And I find it really unfair. So when Graben goes, all right, I'm going to pick up some slack, and, and he starts to drift into midfield, and he starts to try and help that midfield out a bit more. He basically tries to do the midfield's job. He then gets slated all over Twitter. Yeah, so yeah. He's not a good enough striker. Why is he not in the box? Why is he not in the box? I heard that a few times in the stadium. I was like, what do you mean, why not in the box? He can't even get the ball for (laughs) It'd be funny because if he stayed in the box, that person that's shouting, why is he he not in the box, would then be shouting, why is he not coming to get the ball? Exactly. Exactly. It's one of them positions as a striker where 
you're either 100% right or you're 100% wrong in someone's eye. Fans need to just be quiet because (laughs) he he scored like 36 goals in his last 60 games or something like that. That's averaging more than a goal every two games. The guy is in the championship. That's some serious goal scoring. 100%. And he's not really got age on his side. He's not a youngster or anything like that. Oh, no, he's like 30, 31 Mm. now. So the guy can play. Like, he's an absolute baller. But it's such a shame when you... Like you say, you, a couple of players let let someone down in the sense of as soon as there's, it could be literally a maximum of two players. You two you two midfielders aren't making them key passes. Yep. And that's it. You know what I mean? You're not going to get anything going forward because grabbing cannot do it on its own. The effects of football is crazy because if you have them two mid, if you have Lolly on his top performance and Carvalho sat in that number ten role, Grabbin's probably scoring one or two on Saturday, oh, yeah. just because chances created, they're just going to create tons and tons. But someone like Lolly, he doesn't need the team to work well around him. He on his day, he can pick the ball up and everyone's playing dog shit, and he can literally run through a team on yeah. his own. Yeah, and he, that's the thing. That's the beauty of it. Is he he does that so spontaneously as well. It's almost like he can read it when he picks the ball up and there's a couple of defenders in front of him. He know, he's like, right, I can have these. Yeah. Like he knows and he does it. He just times it perfectly. We see it all the time. We saw we saw it loads last season where he just take the ball and bang. And I mean, you do it a couple of times a game as well. I want to give a shout out to, um, is it Murr? Do you pronounce it Murr? Yeah, is Rafa Murr, I think. I thought when he came on, even though his first touch, uh, again, people were like, <laughs> oh, shit. I'm like, he just touched the ball <laughs> once. I know. Apart from that one touch he did, which was bad. He I came thought, on he was, gave it a I good thought it was code, a bright spot. Yeah, I thought it was quite a bright spot. Yeah, he I tried thought. getting things going. And what worries me, though, is apart from him, I looked on the bench and I thought, who's going to come well, on and change this game? For it. You're going to bring on a pyre. That's probably all you got. Yeah, I mean, Johnson came on and he didn't get much of the ball and so did neither did... Uh, I think that's um, what we need to do with Johnson this year to improve him. Just bring him on for the past five, ten minutes of games. Yeah. Whether we're losing, drawing, winning, it doesn't matter. Let him get that experience sure. because he's one of them players if... He's got talent. We, we know he's got he talent. Said. So he can hurt teams late on in games. It doesn't matter if he's young or not. Yeah. If you've got talent, you've got talent. He can that's hurt teams late on for, That's the thing for youngsters though is it's... You, you think about that. You put you bring a player on for ten minutes. You know, what I mean, they are not not a lot's going to happen. They might genuinely come on and make an impact, but if they don't, it doesn't really have much of an impact on a game. But for a youngster, ten minutes of championship football is massive. On Sky Sports. On yeah, on Sky, you've got all the uh, packed out stadium. I think there was what was we just over twenty seven thousand. Yeah, something. So like that's that. that's massive for a youngster. Just 10, 10, 15 minutes of that, and that's what we need to do. And I think that's what will actually. Considering he's been around the club since he was like a baby as well with his dad. Yeah. So I think I think we will actually see a lot of the youngsters this year. I think they're gonna so they're gonna be all over the bench. I think. I, I think Dylan. Good. I, I think like Dylan it. might get it right. He's gonna chuck Richardson in at some point. I I, I, I can see it. I, I think he he's gonna get fed up with Cash. Not fed up with him because obviously it's not his fault. But he's gonna get fed up of the the slating that Cash is getting. Because it's and Cash fault. doesn't deserve it, no. No. Because Cash, it's not his natural position. So you can't sit there and say, I can't for one minute sit there and say Cash. I can Cash, sit there and yeah, say exactly. right back because he's not a right back. But I think he's a cracking young player. So you think if we had Cash on the left wing on Saturday and Derek were at right back, Cash is having a good chance at skinning their fullbacks? Oh, oh, a bit different exactly. story. Yeah, different so, story. Like the scenario you said when they, when they go down to 10 men. Cash will yeah. just like a shark to blood and smelling that because that's his, that's what he's naturally done. That's what he's done all his career. The guy's got pace. He can he can change. Just go. 
I've also noticed that, like, in recent, especially these last two years, he's really got an eye for goal, like, recently. Yeah. Like, and I feel like, and obviously, again, it's because of circumstances, but I feel like we're letting him down, we're letting the team down by putting him as right back. I just do you know don't I mean? know where he sees Cash's abilities to play right back. But Ante admitted before that he's, like, he knows he's not a right back, but yet he's still putting him in there. Maybe right wing back, yes. Yeah, we, right we, spoke yeah this, right, we spoke about this, didn't we? We spoke about this, didn't we? I don't mind it as a right wing back because it's a completely different position. Yeah. Because you're not sitting back. You're allowed to go line. forward. I mean, while we've not got Carvalho, surely you'd be looking at playing like a 3 4 3 or something. I wouldn't mind like, it, honestly. I, I really would. Oh, I mean, for the first 10 minutes, the way the way Cash came up and scored that goal, it was like he was a wing back. I mean, he picked the yeah, ball up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Halfway, a couple of passes. He's had a he's had a go from a, quite far out, and he's got it in. Like, like there's nothing stopping Sabri from putting like Warrell, Milosevic, Figueroa at the back, Cash right wing back, Ribeiro left wing back. Yeah, I mean, I want to give it a bit you, of a because you can't play Robinson left wing back. No, and one thing that did confuse me, like I thought Robinson didn't play a bad game, but the thing that really confused me was in preseason out. Cash and Robinson, who played the last two preseason, games. it was literally like in the wingers' pockets. One exactly, they were literally oh, always overlapping all the time. But against West Brom, didn't, it felt like Robinson had to stay back literally every time. I was, I was a bit confused. That's, like that's probably the the like cautiousness in his head of defending against Matt Phillips. What he can yeah, do to teams. Been. And I mean, I think I think the thing is as well you, the way when we had the ball at the back, West Brom played such a high press. Oh yeah. And that can be, I think, you know, as soon as you go 2-1 down so early on, that can be quite a daunting thing if they're still pressing so high. And, but then what I think they did was, in the second half, they switched to a deep block, so they sat back. And I thought our players, like you said, was like, oh, what do we do now? Yeah. And then we started crossing the ball in at, like, in any way time we couldn't have just, we haven't got an aerial threat, do you know what I mean? No. Give me Daryl on the pitch. <laughs> was he even on if the I see him, If I see him this season, I'll throw my season card away. <laughs> I can't cope with him. I mean, like, it's funny because we all laugh and he, he Dean, chances yeah. are, if you brought him on with five minutes ago, he'd probably back there. <laughs> it's just classic Murphy, isn't it? Fair, that is that, he is the type of striker we needed on Saturday. To buy yeah, you could have said it. Yeah, because I'm not, again, Graben's an inta- uh, is a credible attacker. But he can't jump off the floor. Oh, no, he can't. I can't see the guy even get an inch of his body weight up. And that's not a bad thing because that's just, he's never played like that. But if you're going to start crossing balls in, Graben ain't getting to it. Unless he takes a lucky bounce or there's a, some form of misheader from the defender. So obviously we've ranted. So any, any positives? Have <laughs> got any positives at all? I think, do you know what? The biggest positive is our biggest negative, in my opinion. The performance could have only been stopped by how good West Brom were yeah. and Slavon Bilic's team. If we're not up against West Brom and Slavon Bilic on an opening day, then maybe we shit all over another team. Yeah. I don't know, we're, we're going to see it against Birmingham, Charlton, you, Preston. You look, at, you look at other teams, like, you can turn around and say, like, it just mm. didn't go our way. There's other, over the, over the entire Saturday and stuff, there's a lot of other teams that are, that will be feeling worse than Forest. I mean, look at Birmingham. One shot, one goal. Well, they if won, you, didn't they? Birmingham, you, Brentford. Yeah, do you mean Brentford? If you, yeah, if, you, if you're Brentford, you're going <laughs> to feel worse than is. So, I mean, I, I mean, opening game of the season, you can't have, you can't take, you have to kind of take it with a with a pinch yeah. of salt, don't you? Especially because with, the, like I said, the team we've come up against. They're going to be up there at the end of the season. Gonna, they were denying that. 
I mean, I mean, we go. We might as well. I think that's enough covered on the West Brom game. I think. <laughs> I mean, what do you think of um? Over, we'll do a quick before we move on. Sabri, like the Lamucci, what do you think of his whole tactics of the game and his starting eleven? What are you gonna give him out of ten? The one thing that worried me was in the second half, looking onto that bench, there was nothing on there that yeah, could bring off and. There was no. It seemed like there was no plan B, but I'm not going to say that because we're one game into the season. There may be yeah. a plan B in certain games, but looking at that bench, I mean, you have better. to you have to think of it. Is it is he is he trying to pull too many youngsters in at once? Yeah. Or is it? But then no, I feel like last year we had ways. a better bench. Like I feel like we've got no one to come on and like change the game, like attack them. Apart from me, I mean. I mean <laughs> Yeah, we need a uh, Diaz back. That's what we need. <laughs> yeah, Diaz. But uh, no, no, just, we're just looking at depth. I gave him, it. I gave him a six out of ten for his first game because yeah. I felt like he got the back four wrong, which I feel like cost us the game. Not the whole back four, but like Cash, you know, um, the, the partnership at the back. I think Cash and Dawson needed to get out of that back four. Yeah. Um, but I felt like, and the subs weren't, the first sub was a good idea, bringing Mir on. But then the other two, I felt like they just came, I felt like he didn't have a plan for it. It was like, oh, we'll get him on now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's just kind of chucking him in there, just hoping for the best. But anyway, we best move on to have a Saturday's game, which we're all going to. And we all can't wait. We can't wait. <laughs> I, I, to be fair, I am really excited for it. But See what I mean? He's always positive. Like, I am shitting myself. Because <laughs> they just slapped up Bristol City 3-1. Bristol I'm, City are a no scrub. They and, um, they really outplayed Bristol. That so, is worrying. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jack, yeah, we'll, I mean, Jack, we'll start with you then. What, what, how do you think Saturday's going to go? And uh, you look forward to it. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to go for the exact same team because he wants to that to be his main team. You can, oh, you can tell. <laughs> and that's a worrying thing because... Michael Dawson against Pablo Hernandez and oh, he's going to get a man all over the shop. Like, it's not his fault. He's old now and he, I don't think he should be at this level. It is his fault. He, he, he should retire. He does, does, he does genuinely try when he's playing. Yeah, but it's just he's he's, he's going to get sacked. Yeah. I mean, I'm more, I'm not I'm not that bothered. Uh, to be fair, Dawson does obviously worry me at the back. But Bamford's not that fast. So I'm not too bothered about that. It's actually Cash again because they're wingers. Who do they have? As, is it Clark? Is it Clark? Yeah, is yeah. He's Clark? just gone to Tottenham and then they've loaned him back. Yeah, he's going to be their winger, isn't he? And he's going to be attacking. And I feel like also, I feel that also may affect Lolly's game because if Lolly's playing right wing, he's going to have to come back even more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what we saw on Saturday that we're maybe not taking into account. But it's going to be, it's going to be one of them, like we spoke about. As soon as one player st- not much like falls behind, or obviously like if. If Cash can't do his job, it's going to draw other players to come and do Cash's job. Yeah. Then before you know it, you, we're going to lose Lolly attacking Leeds, which is massive because you need a player like Lolly going against Leeds because Leeds are Leeds. <laughs> so the, the, the only thing on about on Saturday is obviously Leeds are tipped favourites to win the league and whatever happens is going to happen, but they're going to be up there. No, no one can deny they're going to be up there in the top yeah. three or four. Yeah. So if we take the loss, look at it as a game, we've lost to Leeds away. Take yeah, it. That's... It's going to happen. Not many teams are going to go to Ellen Road and take points this year. But then you look at the league and obviously you can't read into the league for the first 10, 15 games, but we are already maybe six points behind someone. 100 percent agree, and also the fact is, um, if we lose, is it Fulham after? 
Uh, bottom yeah. Birmingham after, then oh. Charlton away, Fulham away. Right, first so let, five games let, are pretty difficult to be Yeah, fair. so let, yeah. let's say we only win two games out of them five, yeah? Lamucci's going to be under pressure. Uh, totally agree. Like, you look at the teams, you're like, all right, fair enough. We should we should really lose to A, B and C, especially when we're away from home. But the fans aren't oh, yeah. going to remember that. And they're We've gonna got get no so shame in pressure. losing to West Brom, Leeds and Fulham in one month. No, I take that. in my opinion, they're going to be the top three teams. 100. I know I agree with you, but you know what our fans are like, and you know. As soon as the Nottingham Post have something against the <laughs> that's it. Trent ends on his back and everything. You ain't but, gonna uh, stop it. Then but I no, feel like the the fixtures yeah. ease up a bit, so then we we get our chance to have some, some of the mediocre back. games. Yeah. No, I totally agree. It's just whether our fans need like for. I mean, we. I keep saying it. We just need to be patient. Like it's okay reacting, overreacting on the Saturday because I kind of get it because your emotions are high, right? But yeah, I, yeah, if, I went on Twitter this morning. I still see people moaning like. Like, like, literally question everything, like Murick, and I'm like, it's one game. Come on, yeah, if, I mean, young, young keeper is going to get better. Exactly. And we're going to, I think we'll see it against Leeds as well. I think the squad won't be massively changed, and I think we'll play the same kind of style. But no, you know, not. you've got to give him a chance to play around and swap players around and kind of learn. Yeah. You know, he just as much as some of the players are new to the league. Lamucci is new to this league as well. So you exactly. have to, agree, yeah. he's going he's to have times where he's like oh I didn't expect them to yeah, do that yeah he's learning on the job yeah literally and he needs he's, I can't stress it enough and being involved with, with this club he needs time like every <laughs> 10 managers before him he's going to need a bit of time 100% 100% I mean what are we going to go for score predictions then I'm, I'm not going to lie lads I'm going for a 3-1 Leeds win I'm, I'm not going the same uh, what are you going for? You're always positive. Uh, genuinely, yeah, I am always positive, <laughs> but I can't see us winning. I'll, I'll take 2-2. Two, two. Oh. 3-3. <laughs> three, three, three. I think there'll be goals, but I, I don't know. I've just got a feeling that... Uh, I just know we're on Sky again, so we're just going to... Incoming Daryl Murphy hat-trick in the night. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I can see it. He's going to absolutely come and blast it. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I like to stay positive because I generally think that we have got a good squad, but, you know, it depends... <laughs> It's difficult to say it now, A, so early on, and B, not knowing what squad's going to come out. He might he might completely switch things up, you know. And the thing with Forrest is you, you swap a few of them, you swap a few of them centre-backs around and you maybe bring one of the youngsters in a bit earlier and it's a completely different scenario. Yeah, maybe. So, I tell you what, because obviously we're all, you know, a bit disappointed with the team selection. Shall we try and, what shall we, what would our starting eleven be for Saturday at Leeds away? So I think in goal we'll go Murek, is that fair? Yep. Yeah, you have to start with him. Right back, are you going to cash or are you going to get Richardson? It's, it's really difficult. <laughs> I wouldn't play that formation. Because oh, cash, cash has three at the, the back, would you? doesn't he? Three at the back does sound actually quite... All right, let's say, we, so would you say a 3-4-3 three, three, then? Yeah. I'll play a 3-4-3, three, three, yeah. So three at the back, we're going to go... I'm guessing we're going to go for Worrell, Figrol, uh, <laughs> Robinson. Uh, Robert. Robinson. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, I'd play Robinson. All right, and then left back, left wing back, we're going to go for Yuri. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Ribeiro. That's the one. Um, <laughs> right wing back, we're going to go Matty Cash. Yep. Two in midfield, are we going to go for... Semedo Silva. 100% agree. Yeah, Lolly on one wing, Domer on the other. Maybe Amiobi. See, I agree with you on that one. I'd start Amiobi next he's, he's a little bit older, bit of, isn't he? So yeah, give, it, give him a bit of a physical presence. And then grabbing up top, because we all know what we're talking about, not like some of our fans that want he's him He's a gone. daunting lad. <laughs> on the wing, oh, yeah. 
He's you see a six a guy six foot four running at you. He's, you're not going to be. He's got some quite good feet as well, Annie. To be fair, oh, he's got yeah. very, feet very quick feet. Like, I and didn't realize that. If he's not going to be the most skillful in the squad, like actual skills. Yeah, and if you need to whip a ball in, he's, there's he's, no way he can. The guy's too big, like. Oh yeah, just the ball to the back post. Who's he up against on Saturday if he does start? Luke Aylin. He's like five foot ten, five foot ten v six foot four. That's right. There's only one winner. It's sorted, lads. But listen to us, and we're gonna win. That's the all fact, they need. The fact, tactic, against... <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we're coming up against Leeds, we have to start thinking. If I'm Lamucci, I'm I, I'm I'm gonna look at it as think right. One-on-one matchups, where are we gonna win? And it's yeah. ones like that where you, if you bang a fucking six-foot-four winger on a left back that's five ten, you know that's for me. That's a simple call. You have to do that. Or does he completely change his tactics and not go for the win at, uh, at Leeds? Because Karanka did a very similar thing last year. He literally oh, had every oh, man oh. sat behind the ball. And we How, scored was the How was that, that game? That was an interesting game. That's that not, it, it's not nice to see your team every man behind the ball. but For the whole game. For the whole until game. the 90th yeah. minute, it was 1-0 up. So it was worth Yeah, it. exactly. And it's so, it was ball. such a shame with that Leeds goal last year. More, man. So maybe maybe he takes he looks at that game what Karanka did last year and thinks I'm gonna do something similar. Let's stick everyone behind the ball, try and get a free kick or something into the box, try and win some flick-ons and score from that. But it makes you wonder, like with Leeds, like everyone seems to sit back against Leeds. It makes you wonder what if, like you know, it sounds, you, yeah, who's going to go at Leeds? The game and went for him. Someone yeah. needs to go at Leeds, 100%. When we played them at the city ground, I know it was different. Because when they went down 10 men, they were still attacking us. And obviously, yeah. I know there was space. But when we attacked them, they couldn't deal with it. Because no, they're so couldn't. used to that high press. Hopefully, like you said, because of the high press, Silva may be able to get out of it a bit better. And this just, is something we I might see, see under the I just want to see a few more shots. Because I felt like I saw like two on Saturday. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't much to watch on Saturday. If I'm being perfectly honest with you, I'll take... Uh, I'll take a silver free kick in the 75th minute. If he puts that <laughs> in and it goes... Yeah, right, he's quite, well. quite good with the dead balls, isn't he? Yeah, I've yeah. taken nil-nil, to be fair. Honestly. Yeah, I would, I would. <laughs> we went to Leeds and taken nil-nil. I'm, I'm all over it. I don't I'm, think I'm singing fine. on the terraces. I'm happy days. I don't think anyone's come away from Ellen Road. Nil-nil. No, there's not going to be many teams it's that go... There's been a nil-nil. Was there even a nil-nil last year at Ellen Road? Probably there not. Probably not. not. At least. No, but um, before we end, I just want to say, uh, just want to quickly end on a bit of a bad point about that so-called Forest fan. Um, I think we all agree that it was disgusting what he did to Dwayne Holmes. Yeah. Absolute idiot. Um, I'm not going to name his name. We all know his name, and the club statements just come out today that they're going to like, like you know, get the police involved, and he won't be part of Forest fans anymore. And it's good because it's just disgusting that it still goes on today. It's just horrible. It's a shame. There's always bad eggs. It's how it happens in every club, and you just wish it. What well, it's never your club, but when it is, it. Yeah. It's not a lot we can do, is there? But I just thought I'd touch on it and say that he doesn't represent Forest fans at all. And should, should we, we should we end on a, a lighter note? What's that then? Because it's been the a transfers. Week. Transfers. Okay. Yeah, Sam, Samba and Jenkinson. Yeah. Okay, Jenkinson. What do you two feel about that one? We'll start with Jenkinson first because we know who he is. I, I, think d- he I don't. I don't like the wage packet he's going to come in on because he's been no. at Arsenal all his career. He's going to have a big wage. But we need a right back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's the thing. That's... We need a right back so you've got to pay. Yeah. I I, that's, that's literally what I was about to say. I don't mind actually paying for it if it means that we can get cash out of a, an unnatural position. It's only a loan as well, so it's not like... And I think the, the owner's got the money, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. It's not like we're short. 
of cash, you know. And then is it the is it the the goalkeeper? Yeah, Bryce Samba. So I don't get this. Is he coming to be our first goalkeeper or I our second goalkeeper? I think he's going to be coming out second. Because w- what we were saying on the first podcast is Pep wouldn't let Mjoric go unless he knows he's getting game time. That's what we said, yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah I, I agreed with that, to be fair. There's no way that Pep would let him go and for him to sit on the bench at Forest. So if, if Sabri drops Mjoric, then Pep would... If there is a bring-back clause, then Pep will definitely be looking to activate it. He's yeah. not going to want his 20-year-old goalkeeper... On sitting on the bench. sitting on the bench. 100%. Do you think Pep's watching? Uh, no, not him personally. He would have been or... informed what happened on Saturday. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's what I think as well. Because, I mean, I know he's a young lad, but he's a, at the end of the day, he's a Man City goalkeeper. And if he's making mistakes like that, Pep wouldn't have been to wonder if... But hopefully, on, maybe he might have the best game of his life on Saturday against Leeds. Yeah, yeah, his... he could save everything. And, and then, then we go up to Brendan the 90th minute and score. And you know what it'll be? With all the foreign fans on Twitter is the best keeper we've ever seen. <laughs> you just see you tweets. Like, just all these tweets start to disappear, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, but... No, hopefully. If we go get a point... Exactly. It could, the, whole, the whole scene could be changed. For all we know, we could be doing this podcast next week. We could be the happiest club in... But I'm not... I'm looking forward to going to Leeds because I always love Leeds away. It's like the like the atmosphere is amazing at Leeds, but um, I'm not looking forward to the game. Maybe and um, see some of that. No, I was speaking about how the players look scared on Saturday. Maybe they drop that because they're away from home. Maybe they just play with freedom on Saturday. See, yeah, because I noticed this from last year as well. The away fans, the away fans, obviously are the ones that like always support the club. Do you know what I mean? Like get behind the team. Right at home, you see a lot of moaners, don't you? People yeah, that just buy, yeah. people that buy um tickets for that one game and if they come to watch a one game for that whole season they're moaning about oh, it's rubbish but not there every game well these away fans are there every game so I, maybe think, I, think every, I think every club has that though you've always oh, got that away I've always I've always said it that away fans are 10 times better than home fans no matter where you are or but, that uh, was the thing that shot me on Saturday the atmosphere around the ground first 10 minutes it was ramping obviously because we were winning and playing good football and then the first goal went in it just switched It we just didn't the, the crowd just got silent just for dropped, didn't it? Nine, 80 minutes. But that makes me wonder as well. Do you know if Forrest are the away team and we score first, we carry on singing non-stop. Yeah. And then that makes me even if they score, even if they make it 1-1, just, we'd still be going. I agree with you on that. Though. The atmosphere seemed a bit flat, didn't it? Like It's a bit weird, really, because the atmosphere towards the gate, like, build-up was actually really good. Yeah, it was great. Everyone and then, was positive. And then it was like, two went up and it was like, oh, that was it. Fair enough. But it is what it is, lads, and hopefully on Saturday. Yeah, it'll be great. It will Saturday. be. It'll be good fun. It'll be a good day out. It'll be a good day out. Good fun with a day out. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> we'll have to see. I'm interested to see how he how he approaches it. Yeah. To be honest with you, um, I think he'll do. I think he'll do the right thing. He. I, I mean, only he knows. He knows his squad. You know, he's the one that's with them every day. So I think we have to have a bit more faith in the guy and. Hopefully a miracle happens and Carvalho's comes back. <laughs> I did see I did see on Has his Snapchat report? story the other day not Snapchat Insta that he was driving. Now if you can drive oh, I saw this, yes. And if I, you, unless you got, I mean, was it his left foot or his right foot? I couldn't oh, tell. Oh wait, that's a good point actually. I think it was his right. So if it was his right, then he needs it to drive. So hopefully he's on the yeah. mend. I mean I heard a report that he's back in training next week. 
but I don't know whether it's true or not. That was only through Twitter and people yeah. make everything up. But yeah, we need him back as fast as we can. <laughs> if, he, if he's in the lineup against Leeds, I think I'll cry. He won't be in my lineup. Tears he of joy. If he's on the bench against Leeds, I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take him being on the bench, 100%. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I mean, the club haven't said that. The top. So. <sighs> Uh, don't think there's anything else we need to go over, do we? I think we've had our rant. We're looking forward to it. No, I think we've done it, lads. I think it's quite a good episode again. Nailed it, boys. Yep, so um, we'll we'll see you next week. Maybe we'll get Owen on again. Hey. (laughs) It's been a pleasure. We'll see if they like you or not. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Subscribe to the channel. And then, yeah, goodbye. Cheers, guys.